Welcome to Best Song Ever. Hey, I'm Luke LeBen. And uh, joining me, as always, through the wonders of the internet, is my dear friend Kevin Connor. How goes it, Kev? Boy, it goes really well. That's good to hear. I'm feeling very bassy today. I just bought a subwoofer. And, uh, boy, is it something beautiful. You're a, a beefy bassy boy. I have been bumping that bass all day. Now, does it specifically like hit your bees really hard? Is that like the frequency when you hit bees? It bumps it all up your bass, bees, Luke. But it beefs. Boy, does it beef! You got some bulky, beefy bass tones going on there that one doesn't start with b i couldn't think of a synonym for tomes that started with b uh but i i can't totally tell the difference are you hearing it on your end oh it the beats are beefy and bassy and beautiful bodacious big bubbly bouncy bubbly bubbly bouncy but I think uh, for listeners, this this they don't appreciate the bass that this brings. So they I'm gonna don't turn appreciate it, down. it. They never appreciate it. I'm always no. like, come on, appreciate the bass. But we won't let the bastards bring us down. <laughs> Absolutely not. So let me let me turn this bass down to there. Okay, that seems like a nice bass level. That's a, it was a beautiful bassy bit you just produced there for oh, me. <laughs> I didn't use the word bit. Yeah. Um well, it's okay. You can be forgiven for that. You you came up with a lot of B words. I was just going to see how long we could go trying to think of words that start with B. I should have grabbed a dictionary that would have helped. Yeah. Some they were mainly B based adjectives. So, speaking of things that are big and beautiful, <laughs> um, I don't know if that really applies here, but this thing is blue that I'm about to talk about. That's a B word. Uh, I just wanted to show you, I've got my hoodie zipped up here, uh, all the way so I can make a dramatic reveal because, uh, my wife and I went to the Salvation Army in Royal Oak this weekend, and I saw this shirt, and it was just so perfect, I had to get it. I'm very excited. Oh my god, I am looking at a cat, a a cool cat. A cool cat. With it's sunglasses. A cat. With a guitar. Yep, it's a cat with sunglasses in front of the American flag playing yes. a guitar, and uh, it's by a company called Extreme Concepts. <laughs> so that is an extreme concept. It's extreme. They, it kind appropriately of, named. I'm adjusting my frame here so I can show a little bit of it. It kind of uh, looks like something a biker would wear or something. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, it, if what they're bikers rad. do you see? That's the thing. Please. I'm like, maybe the American flag, the guitar, that screams biker to me. It's extreme. But then I don't know about cats. I don't know if they're big cat people. But who knows, you know? Every biker is a beautiful snowflake. That screams like 2010s Urban Outfitters t-shirt wall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They could be that, too. 
Like that's, I think that's, that's more where it more is. ironic. I'm like, if it's genuine, it's someone who's like, yeah, America, I'm a badass. And then if it's ironic, then yeah, it's like that. Um, also, I just, I'm a badass, but I like kitty cats. <laughs> badass, hey, badasses can like kitties too. Um, just look at me, for example. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I do have a collection of cat shirts. I got. One that says "Cat Daddy" um, that looks like, has a picture of a cat that looks like my. That cat, was custom Annie. made for you. Yep, um, and uh, like it's sort of like an ongoing thing where Kyle will get me like ones from Five Below that uh, like for my birthday that have cats that are, on them that are ridiculous. So it seemed like a fitting uh, addition to the collection. But since we're rocking in the free world here, I thought I'd uh, wear it here because it seemed fitting. It's beautiful. I like that the cat's just kind of staring at me from the bottom of your, yeah. of your frame. I want to, I want to like sit straight up so that he's just peeking out at you the whole time. <laughs> um, oh, I do. Please don't. I, I can't look you in the eyes anymore because I'm trying to look him in the eyes. <laughs> my eyes are up here, but also my cat <laughs> eyes are down here. Uh, I also am just noticing now that there's like some crowd going like yeah some crowd members in the reflection of the glasses this shirt has layers it's great easter well egg. they always say that you should layer your clothing in the winter exactly so that's good you've got layers in one piece <laughs> nice little uh extreme concepts easter egg there uh one other thing i wanted to bring up uh kyle sent me today the rolling stone just did an article on one of my favorite underrated artists uh judy sill amazing folk singer from the 70s and uh we talked a lot about music docs last week but Mm -hmm. uh there is apparently a doc coming out about her that has been eight years in the making and her life was pretty interesting i mean she uh, i didn't realize she had like an abusive childhood she worked with like Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills and Nash and uh, died very young at the age of 23. And but her music is just so amazing. And there's a lot of like religious imagery because she was raised sort of religious. And it's her story is just incredible. And so I'm super excited that that is coming out. And have to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Everyone should go listen to Judy Sill. Her first album self-titled is my favorite Lin-Manuel Miranda apparently is a still fan and Fleet Foxes I think I talked about it on here that Fleet Foxes name dropped her in Sunblind you know how I heard of her too was a cover of her song Jesus was a cross maker was in an episode of Letterkenny it, <laughs> yeah isn't that weird how like the strangest methods yeah it's the weirdest thing sometimes? Uh, although they do have really good music on that show, so it they makes do. Sense. I've definitely found a lot of good music in TV shows, but it's always kind of yeah strange when you find something really obscure. It's definitely weird. It's funny too because it's the episode with the Mennonite family with Anita Dick and Chastity Dick and Charity Dick. <laughs> it's yeah. like a ridiculous episode, but then it's, it plays this just beautiful song at the end, and it introduced me to one of my favorite artists now of all time so you never know where it's gonna come from you know do you want to talk about the grammys no perfect 
I actually didn't even realize the Grammys were happening. I heard a little bit about some people who won. I, there were some nominees I liked, like your your girl Phoebe's. Well, and, and even Phoebe's? Phoebe Bridgers for best new artist. All the new artists are like years old, though. Very strange. Because Bony yeah. Bear was on his like third album when they <laughs> called him a new artist. <laughs> I so. I was reading something and it was like it's the album that released in the prior year that brought them into public consciousness. But weird, I, <laughs> I don't like. Phoebe Bridgers was very present. Like Kay Tronada had a really good album. They I all about were. It. They all like, were around for a while. Um, yeah. Do you know who won that one? I actually haven't looked. I think Megan the Stallion. Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty good. I love Chica, though, and I was rooting for either her or Phoebe Bridgers. Okay, but Megan the Stallion had I the wet-ass pussy song, so it's like, that was a big deal. I think that's that's deserving. I My favorite uh, pastime is watching people lose their absolute shit about wet-ass pussy as a song and be like, What? Where are you think of the ch- where are you think of the this? children? Oh, um, there's certain uh, news channels on tele news oh, quotes, okay. channels on TV where people are very upset. Oh, uh, we yeah. don't have to get into that too much, but uh, grow I, the fuck up. I was just so- thinking you maybe found like a stream on YouTube where they're just constantly playing reactions to the West Pussy <laughs> song. <laughs> It's it's like those uh those videos where they like hand a kid an N64 to like figure it out and they're like what yeah. there's there's three handles on this or those guys who had never heard uh, in the air tonight who freak out about songs <laughs> I I wish I could not I wish I could like remember the first time I heard experience in the air it for the yeah. first time yeah that'd be sick all right well speaking of best new artists we're gonna play some for you today. Best new and old. This is, of course, best song ever. Luke, did you say best song ever? I did say. Oh, that. my! I'm sorry. That let me turn that that back down. The the bass was bumping up once oh, again. That's why best song ever. You know, I I do have some bassy bops today. <gasps> some that I listened to on my nice bassy subwoofer. So bring them uh, to me, my boy. Let let's let's base it up. I'm gonna start it this week with an artist I teased in our last minisode. Ooh. The album Polydance from Roosevelt. Ah yes, yes. I was thinking it's uh kind of like if Dan Levy and Danny DeVito were in an open relationship. Polydance, you know. Man, it took me about seventy percent of that <laughs> joke to, to figure out where we're going with it, and I was very confused. Uh, Polydance caught my attention on the Spotify new music feed because the album art is like retro nostalgic. Yeah. And I was like, I like this aesthetic. I'm going to listen to what this is. And from track number one, I was like, oh, this is good. Uh, looking into it, which, you know, I've done, obviously, it is a meticulously engineered album as Roosevelt plays almost every instrument on the album and swings between the, quote, spirits of 80s synth, disco, analog, yacht rock, and dance floor euphoria. Hell yeah. All things I love. Yacht rock, maybe the most of all. Yeah. I'm really big into the the sound of summer. Like, I always, like, love songs that kind of capture that. 
and this is the first album I've heard this year. I'm like, yes, this yeah. is a 75 degree day outside sunglasses on maybe a nice cold drink for sure. I was listening to it uh, with sun streaking through the window just at home and I, we were just cleaning and chilling on a Saturday, but it still it was very nice to just play it on a nice sunny day. You know, maybe even more so than like a summer album, this is a Saturday album. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's just like, it's good. It's happy. It, it the dance floor euphoria, they, they really sell that. Uh, he did a really cool, we've seen a lot over this year of like pandemic performances and he did a really cool one where he had three videos of himself on like guitar and vocals and then keyboards and then like a third that was bass or like a second set of keyboards oh, where cool. he performed all the parts Wow! and did like a 12 minute set and that was really cool i was just gonna say that's that's very impressive that he uh played all the parts on the album yeah, it goes to show how much he's personally crafted it. I'm going to stop piping it up. Why don't we go ahead and just listen to See You Again from Roosevelt.
Roosevelt. I give you a lordy lordy berry gordy. I don't know why his name just makes me want to talk in that voice, but uh I don't know why either. It's haunting. <laughs> Roosevelt. I, I I'm sure Roosevelt himself would not care for it. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's a fun guy. He probably enjoys it. Um but that song is awesome. Uh I really enjoyed this album. I only listened to it once through but want to listen some more. That got my uh my taste buds salivating uh for more Roosevelt uh definitely after hearing that song. I really love the sort of switch up with the drums at the end and like well first it's sort of that arpeggiated synth coming in that's different like two thirds of the way through and then that sort of drum coming in. Hey, speaking of Phil Collins, it's uh, along those lines. You know, that 80s uh, big sort of uh, echoey drum, which I love, which I'll have a song coming later that has similar drums, and I love that sound. Ooh, I'm excited for that. It's a good modern interpretation of a lot of classic music styles. Yeah. And the whole album does that really well. Yeah, that funky disco sound which i think sometimes if every song is so catchy and funky and like danceable sometimes then i start to lose track of which are the standouts you know like because i'm like everything's so danceable and catchy but i felt like that didn't happen with this album i uh really like enjoyed the variety throughout and then honestly that's a good problem to have where like oh man yeah, all these songs true. are really good but I do think there is enough variety that that doesn't happen yet there are still five or six tracks I could have I could have selected to play today. Yeah. So that was Roosevelt with See You Again off of Polydance from City Slang and Greco Roman out now. All right. Well, my songs today have a a bit of a theme of past, present, future. <laughs> Meaning that one came out last week, uh, it's from an album that came out last week, uh, past. One's from an album that comes out this week, present. And one, one's from an album that comes out next week, future. And so this is the past. This uh, album came out last Friday, and I've been listening to it on repeat. Probably my favorite one that came out last week. Uh, this comes from a delightful trio called Baby Boys. I'm aware I'm aware of these baby boys. Yeah, you know these baby boys. We talked about it uh last week how their debut album is called Threesome and I said I don't love having a file named Baby Boys Threesome on my computer, but this album is amazing, so I'll risk being put on some list for uh these sweet sweet jams. Uh did you uh listen to this album at all? No, I haven't listened to it yet. I wanted to come in fresh. I cool. did, though, uh, thanks to Spotify's sidebar the other day, see you listening to it. And so Baby Boy's Threesome was there. But yeah. also, similarly uh, gross, was the track Maggot Water. Yeah, I know. So they, That's, they that really song so the great, aesthetic. though. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm just really upset that you're doing a past, present, future joke, and we didn't do a time travel bit. We uh, really beefed that one, Luke. Yeah, well, it's it's a loose it's a loose theme, you know. <laughs> Just <laughs> looking at the release dates, uh, maybe we could have done like where we travel back to see ourselves as baby boys and we play them baby boys. But you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Brian McKnight, 
And uh, you let me talk about my stupid subwoofer, and you had this <laughs> gold in your pocket. I didn't think of it. Um, hey, but I bet baby boys sounds pretty oh, good. Turn your bass down, Luke. It's too loud. <laughs> um, baby boys is uh, the trio made up of producers slash multi instrumentalists Jake Lupin, Nathan Stocker, and Caleb Hines. I had just heard this band back early in the year and liked a song, and I just thought they were a random, a band of randos, a rando bando, if you will. And uh, then I come to find out when the album comes out that they produced my favorite album of last year, Sammy is the Baby, and I was like, what? I had no idea. I'm like, what? Because what's their deal with babies? <laughs> hey, I think... That's- that's two, and if you had a nickel for each time it happened, you'd have ten cents, and it's weird it's happened twice. That's true. Um, I don't know if they influenced Samia's naming of her album. Maybe they pushed for that baby name. I can't speak to that. <laughs> They're just like, listen, we'll do it for free, but you gotta name it the baby. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> That's That was their contract. And uh, Nathan and Jake are members of Hippocampus, another great band, and right. I had seen Hippocampus tweeting, Baby Boys, what a terrible band name or something. And I was like, oh, Shade. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, okay. They're sharing the album. I, they're, they're members. They share some members here. It's a little Hippocampus goof. Yeah. Uh, but this album is super cool and creative and strange and fun. Uh, super interesting indie pop with all manner of instruments and effects. And uh, it... It makes for an interesting listening experience. At times it reminds me of like Sandy Alex G mixed with Vampire Weekend, mixed with Junior Junior, blended together in a a blender with some maggot water. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> yeah. Um and they they the style varies and they take it to a bunch of interesting places and uh deliver some exciting musical innovations and you know i was listening there's certain songs i didn't think were my favorite then they got stuck in my head and i was revisiting so i was like this one took me by surprise i thought it was going to be good and in fact it was great we're going to listen to the song the duke and the cash and uh i love on this song they blend this sort of acoustic driving riff uh with some odd electronic ornamentation and i like the blending of those two the acoustic with the synthetic because i don't hear that enough and so i they're doing some really interesting stuff and they do it in a very sunny and bright and propulsive way so get the car seat ready grab your diaper bag and let's take a listen to baby boys with the duke and the cash
diggity dog. That is such a delightful little ditty. Yeah. And uh, speaking of B words and F words, the last like 15 seconds were uh, surprising to say the least. Yes. What were the F words we were talking about? Or that, were you just saying because no, because they just start yeah. scre- they just start like politely saying fuck in the background of the track. Is that what that was? I thought 100%. they were saying that, that. I have listened to every single song you've played on this podcast front to back without stopping, and this one was like, mm, wait a second, and I went back five seconds <laughs> to hear that. It they is just, marked explicit, so confirmed. Yeah, the, he's just like in the background, just like. Yeah, exactly. See, they're always doing interesting, cool stuff like those that. Those baby boys, those rascals. Throwing background fucks in. And there's so many cool sounds going on in there. I'm like, I forget there's like a horn for a second. There's like a screechy guitar solo that comes in. Yeah. I love it. And it's just such great energy going on. Very throughout. like picky guitar that I really like. Yeah. And that's what there's like Cannonball, which is the surprise favorite that I didn't think was my favorite that came back is kind of like beachy, sort of slower uh, with cool harmonies. I Maggot Water is cool and kind of like, I don't know if there's some weird affected vocals. It doesn't sound as gross as you would think it was uh, based on the name. Uh, Gone is probably my favorite. That's like a great sunny jam as well um and i love there's on the song desperado they talk about playing desperado on your grandma's keys who'd you think i was and i love playing desperado the uh don henley i don't remember if it eagles. was him solo or the eagles okay it was eagles. eagles i love that song and i love playing it on piano so i'm like i would totally play that on a grandma's keys i don't i don't give a fuck Whoa. <laughs> So I uh, I have some affinity with the baby boys there. I'm gonna quiz you real quick, real quick pop quiz, Luke. What is the full name of Don Henley's band? Eagles, not the Eagles. What the fuck is with that? I'm not a clown. I know I, I know that, my stuff. That's that. I found that out like maybe I don't know a year or two ago, and it just I was bothered for weeks. I was like, ah, see, <gasps> I think there's a lot of bands with the in front of their name where you could drop the the, but then there's bands like Eagles where they're probably you just it just feels natural to say the Eagles. If you if you kidnapped me, put a gun to my head two years ago and said, what what's Don Henley's band? I'd be toast. I'd have been like, it's the Eagles, obviously. And not, uh, they're not the Eagles. They're just any general Eagles. Just, just just eagles eagles yeah that should have been the name just eagles so that was baby boys not the baby boys just baby boys with the duke and oh damn it duke and the cash from threesome and that is out now on grand jury music not the duke and the cash not the just duke, duke and the, and the cash. cash just duke and the cash i said it incorrectly earlier and now i don't have to edit it out because we made it a part of the bit that's what we do baby and baby boys will be playing a virtual album release show uh live at the mall of america next thursday march 25th at 7 p.m so that's pretty cool if you enjoyed that song you can see them perform the album virtually and that is free with RSVP. So, what genre uh, works 
best for for them bassy bops more so than hip-hop um i would say i don't want to hear your answer we're listening to (laughs) hip-hop oh okay Uh, i'm gonna bring us a track from west philadelphia rapper armani white born and raised exactly uh and that's gonna come into play a little bit um Ah. this is a track i saw on twitter because oh. I saw a clip of the music video where uh, he is in the backseat of a Tesla Model X. I don't know. It's like they're, they're like, it's like they're, they're not their truck, but like a van. And it's got like the DeLorean doors. And uh, he's hanging out of it. And the, the tweet was about how the Tesla autopilot doesn't work when the doors are open. So there was just someone in the front seat driving it, and he's like, it's the best we could do. And I thought that was really funny. And then listen to the song, and it's really good. Is he ghost riding the Tesla? Well, he he tried. He attempted. Tes- <laughs> Although, Tesla yeah, someone's driving. Right. Uh, so we're going to listen to the song Danny Mac from Armani White, which is dedicated to his brother, the titular Dan. Uh, and the struggles they face while trying to break into the hip-hop scene, including the incarceration of Dan, who's the focus of the song. Oh, wow. um, but rather than focus on the downs, they focus on the glory of the resurgence of life following Dan's release from prison, where they found success working together on the track, where you can hear Dan doing all the ad-libs in the background, which are plentiful. It really is just themed around the joyful continuation of childhood, where when you were born and raised... Uh, there was mm. not a care in the world and trying to hold on to that feeling. Yeah. So let's listen to Armani White with Danny Mac. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't this whole fucking minute. You record? Uh. Act like you left your charger to pull back up Talk like you want love from me, but tell Ree that Ask about them niggas who feed fam up back end Talk like I'm really the one who listen to feedback Some of y'all need that One day I read that in my home theater Running out of episodes of C-Lab It's busting like the pre-match They windows is pinfall This shit that I release and make them push their whole spring back She just want a nigga who gon' treat her like she talking in dogger One bad call, my eyes simped there Talk about them hotel suites sleeping on inches Dougie trying to convince them hoes Vince there Please judge me. Now my little niggas fighting the murder Push my little brother trolley couldn't fight this corona You bitches stealing out the Gucci store and fighting the owners Spirit flight out to Miami, spend the night with promoters uh, Top floor living still, I'm scared of the bottom It only popped up in fear of my problems, I never slipped off Me and Shorty back at this double A about to lift off Laughing at the DMs, you rappers be trying to get off Like, oh man, I'm humble, that's the upstream Used to want to share the company, but saw the usual efforts Been at the throne, I've been abusing my leverage While all you walk around rappers is playing musical stretches My niggas out Vegas, count banking, it's outrageous I downplay it, I know it's more to be finished I know my mama watch my live stories more than these women And when I'm gone, I know these stories is written I mean, this feel like I'm driving up the Marshall and Barker Back to the studio, leave the door crack Cause your mama think it's a booty call Used to pull up and say nothing, just put a movie on And tell her that I love her, but I'm moving on Talking like, here is something I can't understand How they fall and be confident in a spiral Niggas' IGs got accolades from their files I can never fit my accomplishments in a bio They just showing 
golden age They best shit before they grow in stage And I go platinum before I make it to my golden age I treat the best of all like the five second rule Fucking nigga, everything I'm dropping is a throwaway Rodini Parker rolled through saying me llamas I hit before she gave me her number, I'ma be honest How I fucked the bitch that you flew out You playing homie, still in Tony Will playing me shitty roll for Tiana, oh uh, Man, I'm humble, especially when them cars break I let your dogs get in they bag, that shit was all shit Teflon stuffed in chest, bitch, I'm a large safe A hundred thousand tucked in vest, you watch a shark tank, huh? Been a reservation, stay canceling But fuck it, all we eat is baked salmon Need more leg room, Brittany bought roof to my room Like she gon' dress you Cause on some Philly shit, I just thought I need more sweatsuits Now my closet look like them Dewey Sinus collages, uh Devil wear Prada, I'm in all saying G-Line Do it for them niggas, bouncing back up off a decline No bad bitches packing empty bottles in a Nissan Dope inker, heavy thinker, light sleeper Light wrinkle, my t-shirt look like it's see-through I ain't never fall for the bra shit, hyping these moves I know that it's four type of street dudes Niggas who you think is all talking till the tat on they face Niggas with the face tattoo, I done punched in they mouth It's niggas facing life and tat, they name on stone when they out And then it's type of niggas like you while you stuck in the house And we outside That was a cool song, and I liked how there that sort of celebration vibe, but there's also some uncertainty and darkness in it too. You know, I thought based on the album artwork that it would be kind of darker because that's sort of the the look of it, and it, it is kind of a dark riff. But then with the bass, sometimes it sounds a little more like celebratory and then that synth comes in and so it was an interesting mood and i feel like they sort of translated that that celebration mixed with struggles uh mood very well in the music as well as in the lyrics yeah i I totally agree with that the album artwork is just like this black and white very grainy gritty photo of i assume uh his brother dan but yeah it is kind of a joyous fun song but yeah it was it was well written well produced i enjoyed it and i liked uh dan's uh little uh little uh, ad-libs in the back there and he sort of does some more at the end there i feel like they just let it run yeah let him talk you got a a dan theme going on you got poly dance you got danny mac oh, what's shit. next oh <laughs> shit damn it Man, we could have had perfection Dan it. there. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> un- unfortunately, the Dan theme will break next track, but we can enjoy okay. it while it lasts. I was trying to think of some Dan pun about enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> uh, so that was Armani White with the single Danny Mac, courtesy of Legend Bound. You, you Dan know what you got to nope. to Dan. <laughs> you tried. I tried. You it tried. was a valiant effort. Oh, I'm very excited to play this next song. Uh, This comes from an amazing singer-songwriter and multimedia artist by the name of Chad Van Galen. You familiar with this gentleman? No. I was just trying to think of a Dan joke, and I couldn't get there. 
I'm not. Chad, I'm not. Hey, we could turn if if only his name was Chad Dan Galen instead of Chad Van Galen. If only his name was Dan 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 <laughs> Dan 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 Dan. But uh, Chad Van Galen, uh, we played him on the pod back in 2017. Uh, played his song "Old Heads" off of Light Information, which I listened to that album uh, on my daily walk today. And uh, it's very good stuff. And his new album, World's Most Stressed Out Gardener, is out today. By my calculations, this is his eighth album. So he's a veteran, and he always delivers something cool. And this new album was recorded in his Yoko Eno studio in Calgary, Alberta. I love that name. It's like Yoko and Brian Eno. We're going to listen to the first single off the album. Samurai Sword, which not only is this just a great, catchy, fun song, but I had just finished Ghost of Tsushima, which I know you played as well. Fantastic great, game. Great samurai video game. And uh, so I was like, Samurai Sword? My ears perked up. And also, I've been watching this uh, Age of the Samurais docuseries on Netflix. Did you see that, Kevin? No. I was going to tell you. Since you were a ghost fan, you should probably watch it because, you know, they got the sweet ass masks that like intimidate their enemies. It's just basically nerdy historians talking about samurai battles. Is there honor involved? Oh, there's definitely honor involved. But actually, Nobunaga is he doesn't really give a fuck about honor. (sighs) And that's why he's so kick ass because he's ruthless. Um, But also they talk about the katana the famous samurai sword and how it is such an effective and deadly weapon which i mean the thing takes off heads like that like and like that like that Um, i can't i'm not a good snapper it takes heads off in a thanos snap time and uh i mean the ghost of tsushima and that docuseries plenty of beheadings happen uh and so the samurai sword, it's a powerful weapon, and uh, in the chorus of this song, you'll hear he makes this sort of fantastical origin uh, for the story of the sword. And uh, the video for this song was animated by Chad Van Galen, and he uh, his art is amazing, and it premiered on Adult Swim, and it's got a little, like, Adult Swim-ish intro of this, like, thrift shop, and someone calls to borrow the samurai sword, and then it's like this fantastical journey uh, of someone trying to find this lost samurai sword. And it's really fun. Uh, you should watch it, Kevin. Since we're going to play uh, D&D this weekend, uh, it's a good uh, fantasy little uh, thing to get you in the mood. You know, I was talking about Chad's last album, Light Information. And that was more like experimentation with synths and different guitar sounds and vocal effects. Uh but I remember some of his earlier work, I think, being more stripped down. And this is a bit simpler and stripped down. And that's what I loved about it because that, that's like my style. I love that. And uh, it's just simple and catchy, but still feels unique and fun. And uh, Chad said this about the song. He said, it just spilled out in a couple minutes. I didn't try to stop it because I was smiling and I was just cruising through my neighborhood Simple like a sandbox, an ode to simplicity. It's hard to let things be simple, but simple is easy on the mind, and being jovial in a song is something I find really difficult. Why? What? 
And I think that's definitely true of like, it, you don't want to make something simple because you don't want people to think you're simple or like you can't do anything more, you know? And, but the simplicity and jauntiness of this song is its greatest strength. And also you'll hear interesting percussion in the beginning and they are old copper pipes that he ripped out of his basement. And he said, realizing how magical the pipes sounded, I put them on some dirty styrofoam and banged out the janky beat that introduces the song. Garbage is life. So <laughs> I agree with that point. Right. So immensely. So let's get ready to draw our blades as we listen to Chad Van Galen with Samurai Sword. Shit. Has anybody seen a samurai sword? I think I left it leaning up beside the outhouse door. songs need the folder work of blades clashing to end them right it really definitively ends the track or the percussion of old copper pipes the copper pipes are really cool i love it it was very uh i mean it percussive (laughs) it's just it was uh incredibly cool to listen to and like i could picture copper pipes on dirty styrofoam for sure yeah very creative resourceful way to get some unique percussion in there yeah for sure uh what is just like again a nice little ditty that's that's kind of yeah your, uh, your secondary theme today and just like there's a samurai sword against the outhouse let's talk about it yeah where is it well, no I, one knows no one knows it's indestructible it's fucking cool i like it yeah the lonely blacksmith in the skies uh folded it over that's what i love that uh origin story there also uh at the end of the video there's this message that says in loving memory of my dad douglas john van galen 
a plain air painter of epic views. I used a few of his paintings for settings in this animation. We would go out into the nature to draw it, paint it, listen to it, or just soak in its perfection. We love it. So that's a sweet little tribute to his dad. And uh, he said, I was drawing black and white plant backgrounds, which if you watch the video, you'll see that's sort of the background. So he was drawing these backgrounds. He said, because of the great old samurai movies of the past, I like how nature sometimes takes the lead. I was getting all nodded in my mind about the sky. I looked at my dad's watercolor paintings of the sky and felt like, like I couldn't get the feel right. So I just borrowed his sky for a scene, and then I realized that my dad's paintings were perfect and already full of real-life energy. I used them to finish the video and felt like we got to go on this quest together. In my mind, fuck time. Man, these quotes he's ending with, garbage is life and fuck time, that's pretty great. But I love how he borrowed his dad's painting to make the video, and I don't think this is how he intended it but i'm like that makes me think of the on loan from a friend you know oh, i think yeah. he had written the song before but it's just a nice little uh sync up that uh happy accident there it's like poetry and, it rhymes right i love even a song that's like simple and maybe a little silly can have depth and make you feel something also the album's title the world's most stressed out gardener uh, I'm sure you saw the album cover is like this crazy like mess of worms of like someone's head. Yeah. Which I'm I'm assuming that he drew that as well, but it's just super cool art. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's sweet. It was kind of inspired by his literal gardening, but uh, he takes the gardening metaphor to kind of represent his philosophy on this album, which is don't overthink it. And... Uh, the album was originally a pretty minimal flute record, then became an electronic record. Then at the last second, he says he turned it into a pile of garbage. And as we heard him say earlier, garbage is life. And so it's sort of like the idea of just like the raw uh, sort of beauty of like pulled from the ground in its unique, beautiful state and not overthinking it, which you know, I also make music at home, and it's tough not to overthink things. I'm experiencing that uh, myself. And this just proves uh, the bare instrumental elements mixed with some good songwriting, earnest emotion, maybe some pipes and some shing-shings at the end uh, make great work, and you don't need to overthink it. So that was Chad Van Galen with Samurai Sword. From World's Most Stressed Out Gardener, out today on Sub Pop Records. That is obviously the album that represents the present, since it's out today. So by the time you hear this, I've probably listened to that album like three times already. Well, Luke, I've I got a present for you, and it's this next song. Hey, thank you. It's not even my birthday. Uh, this is from Babe Heaven. Are you familiar with that group? No, sounds like some sort of afterlife for talking pigs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, project of West Londoners Nancy Anderson and Jamie Travis. And uh, this album, which came out last year, should have been on my top 20 of 2020 list. 
I did not uh, discover it until last month when there was a remix released of the song I'm about to play. And I heard that was like, hmm, I want some more. And went and listened to the album. And it's an insanely like smooth, just like easy listening, but complex album. It's kind of contemporary production with Sade-like vocals. And okay. uh, it lulls you into kind of a, quote, dreamlike state, unconstrained by style or genre. Love it. I have a difficult time describing this track. I was trying to do it the other day to my girlfriend, Annie, and I was just like, I don't know, I'm just going to play it. So I'm going to do that right now, and we'll catch you guys on the other side. So here's Babe Heaven with Cassette Beat.
I feel like I just ascended through the clouds up into some sort of afterlife for talking animals. Uh, that was nice and floaty and dreamy. I see why you struggled to define the genre or style, but that's what happens when you got an artist who is genreless and styleless. Not, I don't know if styleless is just <laughs> who's genreless. Transcends style. Transcends style. Could be on the uh, pollen playlist, you know. That's their yeah. Uh, criteria. Um, yeah, no, I was nice. I liked the drum beat and the sort of chill vibes throughout, and then it sort of builds with the strings there and soars in the end. It was uh, nice and dreamy. I think that was a good description that that took me to a dreamlike state. The whole album kind of follows that trend, and yeah. it's kind of ethereal and up in the air. And it's just like a, like, I hate to say that it's an easy listen because that discredits it, but it's nice to listen to. Yeah. Well, you know, we do our best to describe things in terms of this sounds like this, or this would fit into this category. But if uh, you're doing things right, you know, you're trying different stuff and breaking those boundaries. Exactly. That did have a very much vibe of a cassette beat. I get that. Like, I feel like you could pop on, pop it on your old uh, '90s boombox. It kind of did have a bit of like a '90s uh, rock vibe with the drums, sort of. It's sort of like ethereal '90s rock style to it. I like that. I had a boombox in the '90s, and it had a bass boost button. <laughs> A bass uh, boost button on your boom a box? bass boost button on my boom box. Boy. Uh, that boom box, which now currently sits in my parents' garage under a towel. Oh, so. brother, babe heaven. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. to that boom box. Uh, so that was Babe Heaven with cassette beat off last year's Home For Now, out now on AWOL. Check out the remix that came out last month from Puma Blue. Of this track, it's very cool. I'm I'm interested in that. All right, well, I promised you a song with some echoey '80s ish drum, and I have to deliver. Uh, Wait, so Luke, you're delivering a song that's going to come out. Yes, this that, is the that, future, but it's taking us back to a prior time. Yes, and the, back to the future. Oh wow, I should have seen that coming. Dan to the future <laughs> doesn't work <laughs> um yes uh so this is gonna be our future track but also past because it came out a little while ago anyway um but it's Huey Lewis in the news exactly. with the power of love <laughs> exactly and uh this is a song by Shushu that is spelled X-I-U-X-I-U. Uh, and this band has been making innovative experimental music for nearly 20 years at this point. They've had many members, but now consist of Jamie Stewart, who's really the founding member, and Angela Seo. The first time I ever heard them was... Actually, it was the first time I ever heard Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, and it was their cover of it. And then I seeked out the original... Um, and I love Tracy Chapman, but their uh, cover of it is really interesting because it's very like minimal and 
Jamie almost sounds like he's about to cry like the whole time. It's like beautiful, emotional performance from him. And he switches out certain details in an interesting way. Like the working at, I don't even, he says it really fast, but like changes out some lyrics and then changes like the drinking to prescription pills. So sort of like a modern update, but beautiful cover. I just listened to it again today. I like to to give an artist's Spotify scroll when I'm unaware of their history and see what they yes. got going on. Uh, a lot of cool albums, it seems like. I'm really interested in Plays the Music of Twin Peaks. Mm. That seems cool. Uh, there's a two-song album, Mershu, uh, with two songs that are like 18 minutes long. But then I got thrown off because... I don't know if you have seen this, Luke. The Green Quarter series, number two. So that is apparently a 2012 album they did with Chad, Chad Van Galen. You know what? And I've heard that album, too. I feel like there's one of... Wow. That's crazy. I didn't even realize That's that. weird. Because I, I was like scrolling through and I was like, wait a second. I recognize that album. I just saw it. Uh, I think we found a hole in the space-time continuum. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I didn't even... Or just a hole in my researching, <laughs> which is <laughs> a lot more common. But Shushu's new album, Oh No, is an album of duets. And this came about when Stuart was writing these songs and a series of long-standing friendships and musical partnerships were abruptly unilaterally severed after surprising acts of betrayal and disrespect. So it's a rough time uh, that he was going through. And he canceled tours and spoke publicly about his mental health struggles and then received a lot of support from fans expressing their own struggles in solidarity and friends, uh, many of which he hadn't heard from in a long time. And that provided him with this lifeline back to the world. And then him and Angela enlisted some musical friends to join them on this record, which deals with a lot of those emotions of like isolation and abandonment, but shares that weight with other humans. So it's a powerful story that sort of inspired this album and kind of demonstrates a beautiful truth about humanity. And uh, Stuart said, although there is an, I hate people pin on my guitar strap, I hate them less now. So that's kind of sweet. Um, Looking on the bright side of the dark side. And uh, the list of featured artists uh, are pretty great. You got Sharon Van Etten, Chelsea Wolfe, Owen Pallet, who, oh. yeah, who plays uh, with Arcade Fire sometimes, and that may come up in my shouts later. And uh, Twin Shadows, George Lewis Jr., which is funny because I forgot I was even going to mention Twin Shadow because Kevin laughed. Uh, I don't know if Brian wants us to share this, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to. Kevin laughed during one of our previous segments because Brian texted us, you dickholes heard the new Twin Shadow song? It just <laughs> surprised me. Yeah, and so it's funny that I uh, <laughs> forgot I was even going to mention that. Um, this episode is, like, too coincidental. It's weird. Like, I have lots of... This happens a lot. Like, the other night, and it freaks me out sometimes because sometimes I'll, like, think something and then I'll hear... I'm listening to a podcast or a song or something and they like say what I'm thinking and it freaks me out. And the other night I was like, what if someone was behind me and 
it just like a weird creepy thought i freak myself out like that all the time at night when i'm like awake by myself and then right then the song it was do nothing's ep i was listening to and the song said i'm behind you and i was like oh fuck no <laughs> it looked look at me like oh shit there's a lot of weird sync ups like that and it might be because we live in a simulation who knows glitch <laughs> uh, in the matrix Luke, I'm looking here at the track, the the feature list for Shushu's album, and it says the cat with the guitar in front of the American flag from Luke's shirt. What is that? Right? Oh shit! They know it's it's all happening. It's a Truman Show. I knew it. I always knew my life was a Truman Show. Um, but a- anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we've gone down the gone down the wormhole here. But we gotta go. We gotta go back. It's like we're messing around in some sort of rumpus room. Hey, speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> what's this track gonna be? Speaking of, no, that's actually the other single that they recently released, "Rumpus Room," which is more of like a dark, uh, bouncy sort of uh, song with some filtered shouting on it. With the band Liars, that's the duet going on there. And we're gonna listen to the song "A Bottle of Rum," which features Liz Harris who makes music under the name Grouper. And uh, this one is kind of a bit brighter and more hopeful with a bit of, like I said, some of that 80s drum sound and uh, some soaring synth sounds in there. And uh, Harris's vocals and Stewart's have a good contrast, give and take. So let's pop some bottles and make a toast. Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. And uh, take a listen to Shushu. Featuring Liz Harris with a bottle of rum. Run. 
the drums on that were definitely one of the cooler parts, but I liked that really crushed sound that came through in the back half. Like, just the near staticky, just like, that kind of took you out of the the nice, chill vibes the song has into kind of a a more cacophonous feeling. Yeah. Uh, That was really cool. And I just I just get emotional hearing Jamie Stewart's voice, the sort of wavering of it. I love yeah. it. It's just beautiful. And that's what I, I like that they're doing this album of duets because I'm interested to hear all these different people with him. And the two singles that they've released so far have been very interesting matchups. And I feel like complement his uh, style as well as sort of add their own style into it, too. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more. That's for yeah. sure. So that was Shushu with a bottle of rum featuring Liz Harris from the album Oh No, which is out March 26th, next Friday, on Polyvinyl. Future, future, future. Whoa! Um, so our time-traveling trip is over, and now we're going to have to center ourselves, bring ourselves back into the present, and uh, talk about the music we're excited for out today in Shouts. First up, I've got the new album from Michigander. Michigander. Michigan native. There. Michigan native, Michigander. Uh, with everything, will be okay eventually. Like the sound of that. Very yeah. much my, uh, my life's mantra. Uh, also, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the mad lads who won't stop. Uh, with Live in Melbourne 21, their uh, their last live album, which was not a, yeah, they're insane. Their last live album was Nanagon Infinity Heavy and was very good, so I'll definitely give this a listen. Nice. And uh, Middle Kids with Today We're the Greatest. Really looking forward to that album, and uh, let's just go ahead and tease it. You might hear it soon on this podcast. Tease. That's what I'm going to say every time you tease something. Perfect. Luke, what do you got? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, first up, of course, Chad Van Galen with Merle's Most Stressed Out Gardener. Uh, the present. Love it. I'm really excited for that one. Uh, then the uh, highly problematic Lana Del Rey with Chemtrails Over the Country Club. <laughs> uh, I love her music. Uh, her comments, not so much, but I'll probably still give it a give it a spin, see what's up. Um then Kota the Friend and Static Selecta. Uh, Static, great producer. Also, Kota the Friend just had an amazing uh, Lyrics to Go album out, which is all like under two-minute songs. Uh, that album was super good, so I'm excited for this, To Kill a Sunrise. Yeah, I just actually like found him maybe a month ago. Oh yeah, and super enjoyed that album. Uh, it's so everything. good. Yeah, so that's I'll... like in my top ten. So I'm I'm excited to hear this new one. Yeah, me too. Uh, then I just a fun name of a band I found, Dad Sports, <laughs> and oh uh, yeah, the album's called "I Am Just a Boy, Leave Me Alone," and it sounded pretty good. What I heard, uh, some nice like indie pop. Then I mentioned Owen Pallet earlier. Arcade Fire and Owen Pallet are releasing the score for the movie Her, which they did back in, like, 2013 with ScarJo and Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, so they're releasing that, and they released a song from it. It was quite beautiful. 
her fans can finally rejoice to get the soundtrack yes. from their favorite movie that came out eight years ago. They're like, eight years, finally, we knew it. Long rollout for that one. Uh, then Pink Sifu and Fly Anakin with Smoke Break EP. Man, if uh, I, I wish, it's a little obvious, but I wish I could have had Fly Anakin and Young Morpheus on Animation or Rap Sensation. Ooh, yeah, that <laughs> good, been good. Good names there. Uh, which, speaking of Anakin, just uh, one last tangent for the road. I finished the Clone Wars uh, animated series. Oh, man. So good. It's incredible. So just beautiful. Um, they should have made the movies, whoever, the whole team who did that should have made the sequels. Yeah. But I don't know that you caught this, but earlier I said the statement, it's like poetry, it rhymes. I, dude, I was trying to move on, but I thought that was a George Lucas reference. <laughs> 100% a George <laughs> Lucas reference. Say, like the Star Wars prequels. But Darth Vader's in the end, uh, like the very ending scene. And I'm like, oh, it's Vader. Man, he hasn't been in this the whole time. And then I'm like, oh my God, he was Anakin. <laughs> They're the same person. He's been in it the entire time. Uh, uh, you could do go. now what I did, which is uh, go crazy about Star Wars when I finished the Clone Wars last year. And then oh, yeah. watch Watching Rebels. Rebels. And I'm then, going to. Uh, I've also read eight Star Wars books this year, which yeah. is insane. Uh, and I've, I've finally like moved on <laughs> from Star Wars for a little bit. Yeah. But I'm I'm I, a moment's notice away from watching Attack of the Clones because that's the next one I have to watch. So right. you never know. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever move on. And I played Jedi Fallen Order. So yeah. I, I don't know how deep I'll go with the books, but we'll see. I'm, I might dabble. Don't get me started on Grand Admiral Thrawn because I won't stop. Oh, boy. Well, that was our nice little Star Wars sidebar there. Oh, wait, wait, no. There's this is good. It's coming. In. Oh, oh. And speaking of Luke, I am your three daddies. Uh, we have three daddies. Yes. First off, we Nailed are a Planet Amp podcast powered by Finecast. Uh, Kevin, you uh, wanted to mention uh, something you were checking out on yeah. the Planet Amp podcast network. Uh, the Planet Amp Incubator podcast feed, yes. where they drop new and exciting podcasting new projects. Shows. I listened to the first episode of Worst in the Industry that just came out a few days ago. If you want a podcast that switches from disparaging birds to the audacity of early 20th century Germans to disparaging hot dog vendors at a shockingly whiplash pace, boy, you found your home. Oh, boy. Wow. So uh, go listen to Worst in the Industry. Yeah. That's a that's a good recommendation. Also, the hosts of the Homerphilia podcast, Andy, Darren, and Devin, uh, just started a Daft Punk podcast, and they were in the Detroit News talking about that. Very cool. So you can check that out as well. It's called Alive 2021. You know how I feel about Daft Punk after we did a whole episode about them. For sure. Um, so, so fans of our podcast would probably like that. Uh, also, offchef.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Our old friend Brian LeBen, my cousin, is going to be resuming his singles club, so he'll be talking about some new music. Also, I'll have my TV Priest interview coming up there pretty soon. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connors saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is best song ever, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.